Hello, folks. Welcome to the Genuinely Interested Podcast. My name is Roy Bensvi, and I'm your host. And I want to explain a little bit about the podcast before we start the show this week. This podcast is an opportunity for me to speak with some of the most interesting people I know that I can find on the internet. So either with amazing talents or achievements or just unbelievable life stories or invaluable insights into areas that they have dedicated their lives to studying. I sit down with these amazing individuals from all across the world. Really, I've talked to people from Slovenia to the Czech Republic to Australia to countries in Africa and South America, uh, really just all over the world. And I try to ask them the questions that will hopefully help you extract something valuable or learn something new or just get inspired by. And I do hope that you do get inspired by these talks with some sort of a call to action, maybe change something that you wanted to change for a while, or even just enjoy, you know, detaching from the world for an hour and listening to some great conversations. So whatever it is that you get from this, I do hope that you extract something from it and enjoy the conversations. All these episodes are available on all the major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google, and the rest of them. You can also find the episodes on my website, which is RoyBensV.com. You can find a lot of other information about me there as well, from photos to a little bit more insights into who I am if you're interested. And, you know, you can always go to social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me there. I'm pretty active on both those platforms, although the only ones I have. And um, I try to post regularly so you can stay up to date. And also be sure to, you know, put your email on the website. Uh, I shoot emails out with updates, news, any new current information that I have will be sent via those emails and social media platforms. So, Yeah, make sure you're in the loop. This week on the podcast, we have Adam Boric. Adam is a fighter originally from Hungary, but he's been down in Florida for the past two or three years, fighting out of Sanford MMA under uh, Henry Hooft. And uh, he's fighting, he's just got a squad of just absolute murderers and killers. (laughs) Some of the best fighters in the world trained from that camp. So he's he's in good hands there. He currently fights in the featherweight division in Bellator, and he's uh you know he's somewhere between a up and comer and one of the top prospects right now. He's just like he's he's on he's on the rise. I think he could be a champion in Bellator. Now with COVID, things are a little bit more difficult. It's harder to book uh, fights. It's harder to book events. So I don't know how frequently they're going to be putting on events. But if things get back to some normalcy. I could see him, you know, having a strap around his waist maybe next year, sometime next year, if things go uh, according to plan. So, you know, I was super happy that he came on the podcast. We chatted for a bit, talked about um, just his camp, his journey from Hungary coming to the U.S. and adapting and changing his mindset and, you know, what it felt like suffering his first loss. It's never easy. And then having the mental wherewithal to come back from that and to win a fight and to just make that switch in your mind. So the mental toughness is just as important as the physical toughness when it comes to fighting, probably probably even more in, in some respects. And I, you really get an insight into 
when you talk to fighters, you get an insight into how tough they really are. It doesn't matter if it's COVID, doesn't matter if it's a broken leg, if it's whatever the ailment that they have or they could that that they could potentially face. It's just fuck it, you know. I have a goal and I'm going to achieve that goal. So I, uh, you know, you you can't do anything but respect that, and I do respect that. So. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode with Adam. All the necessary information is in the show notes. You can follow him on social media. And if you happen to speak Hungarian, he's got a YouTube channel. And yeah, you can enjoy all of his updates and all of his uh, behind the scenes and the training vids that he puts out. You can check it out there. So without further ado, here is this week's guest. Adam Boric. Enjoy. The Genuinely Interested Podcast. Hey, Adam, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. How you doing? How's uh, sunny Florida? Super hot now. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm doing great. Uh, I'm happy because the gym is open, so it's really good. So in Florida, they opened up the gyms? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? And and do they have any restrictions, like you have to wear masks or only X amount of people are allowed or something? Yeah, yeah you have to wear a mask, but... You know. No one checks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so wait, all the gyms, even like martial arts, all because I know here in New York, nothing's open, like as far as really? gyms. Yeah, New York, nothing's open. And they were talking about starting to open up like the actual gym. So not like yoga studios or martial arts places, you know, just places where I guess there's like a machine that you can go and, you know, train on. And then maybe they limit the amount of people that can go or maybe they're going to put like kind of barriers, like plastic barriers between the machines. I'm not sure what they want to do, but that was the discussion for September. But now I don't know if that's something they're going to they're going to do. I mean, the Sunford MMA is serious. They check our temperatures every day before we get in, you know. Mm -hmm. But during the training, we cannot wear a mask, man. Oh, yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I train here in Henzo, in Henzo Gracie in Brooklyn. And, um, you know, it's just, I don't, it doesn't matter if BJJ is even more, but even Muay Thai, it's like you, you can't. I guess Muay Thai you could, and, and also in BJJ you could in theory, but it's very difficult, man. Very, very difficult. We sweat each other. doesn't matter, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're punching someone in the face, and yeah. just like, it all goes out the window. So you're originally from Hungary, right? Yeah, exactly. And then how long have you been here in the, in the U.S.? It's uh, already more than two, three years now. Yeah, it's... It's pretty fast, man. <laughs> I feel just like I moved here and I'm already here like three years. And when I came here, I couldn't speak English, nothing. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, like like zero, man. <laughs> wow. So that was hard for me. But I used to it now. Yeah. yeah. Did you take it, uh, like, do you have a, like an English teacher or just learn? Yeah. Wow. Thank God with the guys, you know. And, you know, I have a Hungarian wife, but she she is pretty good with the English. So I learned something from her, but I just alive, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So what was the journey in Hungary like? What um when did you start martial arts? What age? Oh, so I grew up in a small village. Two uh, thousand people lives there, and then and I I wanted to always start the martial arts, but I didn't have an opportunity. So soon as when I went uh, high school, I tried the martial arts like uh, Muay Thai. And after the first ring, I, I want to fight, man. I want to fight. And after I, I changed my mind and I just told my father, one day I want to go to the U.S. and show the world how good I am. And and it's it's like American dream for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that you, you know, when you think of something and then that becomes reality down the road. Scary, you know, <laughs> insane, right? You almost will it into existence. It's like you, uh, it's like when someone starts a company and then in 10 years after, like you have, I don't know, 10,000 employees or something insane. I mean, for me, it was like, uh, invest, you know, because I invest my own money to the martial arts, you know, yeah, just you know, move here, leave here. It's it's expensive, man. So, you know what I made with the fighting. I always invest. Just stay here more, more, more. Be better fighter, and yeah, finally it looks better now. Yeah, but it's hard, right? Like there's a lot of fighters that want to make it to the UFC. That want to make it into Bellator, and you know there's only a limited amount of spots in, in these. You know two, and and you can say one as well, which is the three big organizations. So only you know maybe I don't know two thousand fighters. You know maybe a little bit more. So there's limited spots. It is. <laughs> it is, man. That's why it's like it's it's so difficult. Like if you're, you know, if you're a fighter and you want to be a professional fighter, like how did it start for you in, in Hungary? Are there like regional, uh, you know, fighting organizations or did you have to go to, to other countries in Europe? I mean, we had uh, small shows, but, you know, a, a couple of shows wasn't on the shared dog. And that time was just... Only the shared dog means something, but uh, I used to fight uh, in a Croatian organization, a final fight championship. Yeah. But I get in like they call me like Monday. You you have to fight Friday, and I did. And after I got a contract, so I could fight there, but just for a couple of hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like just uh, I was happy for for, for a fighting. Yeah. But it was a big show. Uh, I remember when I fought in uh, Bosnia, there was like 5,000 people. And it's, you know, it's big in, in Europe. Yeah. I think, yeah. So was that Muay Thai or MMA? Oh, it was MMA. When I started, I, I had a couple of Kempo Karate fights, like amateur, like 40 or 50. I just fought fighting, fighting, fighting yeah. every week almost. And after I, I tried the amateur MMA, I finished everybody like in a minute. And <laughs> after that, I, I turned a pro. And yeah, I, I, I turned pro, I don't know, maybe 2014. Yeah. 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 And then how was that transition coming from, you know, from Hungary, not knowing the language? And I, I guess what made you decide to go to... So Sanford MMA and Henry Hoof, yeah. uh, like Hard Knocks, is that the same thing? No, no, no. Uh, we have a two facilities. So we have a new sponsor who they build a fucking nice gym, man. <laughs> like, like I think I telling you, this is a big things in in MMA. It's something really? different. Yeah, they 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 take care of about us, and 
we have a recovery room, really nice gym. So it's it's something else, I'm telling you. But um, we don't use anymore the hard knocks too many times, maybe just private trainings. So we are officially now in our Sanford. It's a big gym and nice gym. Yeah. But it's the same crew, right? Same yeah, 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 yeah. I came here first time. I wanted to came to the Black Zillions, but that time when I arrived, the Black Black Zillions was done. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then why 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 Henry Hoof? Just because maybe he's from he's from Europe. No, and it was him. like it was like crazy. I didn't plan to come here uh, to the US, but 2017, uh, one of my friend uh, he just called me. I I going to the US uh, to train, come with me. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have enough money. I was like a massage guy at home. And I have a couple of uh, uh, guys who, who helped me to pay a ticket and everything, you know. And after I just came here and I met uh, with Harry. And after the first week, he just told me, you have to stay here, man. Became a world champion. And I, I was like, okay, but how? And after two managers phoned me and, and, and they are like, okay, we're going to help you uh, to move here and everything. So they organized everything. So it's like a dream, man. I just came here and, and they changed my life. That These two managers, man, they are my one of my best friends now. And they, they really changed my life, man. I, I, I will be thankful forever. Wow. And yeah. so they saw the potential. Yes, yeah, so... I just asked them why 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 you help me guys. I didn't speak English, nothing, and they just said like they saw the fire in my eye and, and they talked with Harry and they just saw the fire, you know. That's awesome, man. And and how was that transition in the beginning? Was it hard? I mean, culturally, language wise, you know, going into the big shows, being on TV, like how do you make that transition? Yeah, be honest, I really miss Hungary still every really? day, you know. I, I like family or the culture, the food, like what? Food. I just feel I just miss the country, you know, more. more the you country. miss the goulash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss. But since I moved here, I, I totally changed. I eat like the kid now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating clean always. Uh, but I really miss just hungry, you know, just be home. Uh, it's different culture. It's not my language, you know, but. I really like my team, and and I am just here because of training, you know. Nothing else for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I grew up on goulash. Like my 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 mom, yeah, <laughs> she made it all the time. Because my um my grandparents were from uh part like part Romania, part Hungary. Oh, are they maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we uh we yeah i ate that like that was like my favorite dish growing up until i thought i was like 20 or something it's really good the hungarian food is really good yeah i also know that it yeah, was crazy you know when i when i came here and uh after the first day i sparred with luke rockhold and damn i just saw him on on the tv you know and uh, i sparred with them now and but i used to it now you know so it's 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 really good you know just dreams comes through you know <laughs> how was it trained because i mean you have a team of killers there the guy like gilbert you got what uh, usman you got yeah. michael chandler yeah, yeah robin lawler yeah. and killers. a couple of upcoming fighters like jason jackson he's a I, logan sorley in a bellator fighter with deepest Hawkman and uh, vicente luque i yeah, think right yeah you know our our sparring special me i am 
I always go hard on the sparring. Yeah. So it's it should be our paper, you man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw. I remember I saw a video once. Ah, fuck. Who was this? I think it was. I think it was Michael Johnson and Jason Jackson, maybe. Yeah, I can Oh, I think I. I think I saw two. I think I saw one that was potentially Michael Johnson and Usman, and I think I saw one that was Rumble and uh, someone else. Oh man, and it looked like it, it was like a fight. It wasn't sparring. It was fucking full on. We fight, man. Sometimes, yeah, but we love each other. But our sparring, you know, it's it's different than yeah. than somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, sometimes I spar, I, I, not too many times, but when I spar with Rumble, man, his jab is like, I don't know, like a truck, man, or, or a <laughs> train, man. Oh, my God. He's he's so strong, man. It's insane, right? He touches people and they go to sleep. Yeah, and, and he's so quick, man. But boom, boom, boom. It's He's, he's tough, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't, sometimes it's funny because you don't expect the big guys to be fast. Yeah, but he is, man. Yeah, he is definitely. You think he's going to come back? Yeah, he he's gonna come back. I wonder who's gonna fight. Who could he fight it? Will he go back to two oh five or heavyweight? Oh two oh five, I think. Two oh five, huh? It's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean now, especially if there's no John Jones, there's no Daniel Cormier. I mean yeah. he could he could easily but, be champion. I mean not easily, but he could potentially yeah, yeah, I think for me the the best lightweight now uh, it's uh, Alexander Rakic. A light heavyweight, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, he fought just the last week. He's my guy. We fought at the same event when I was, it was just my second bro fight. I really know him. Uh, he He's really good. Yeah. He's, uh, what, from Serbia, right, I think? Yeah, but he's living uh, in Austria. Okay. I don't understand, like, I was, it would, that, that fight drove me crazy. Like, why are you on top of him? Just get up, keep chopping the legs. Like, yeah. he could have had a knockout in the second, I think. Yeah, but, you know, uh, his last fight was uh, a last. So, I think he just wanted to win, make sure, back to the track. Like, my my last fight was the same. I just wanted to win, get the win. And and it's not easy, you know, especially if the guy is undefeated. And after you get your first last, you want to just come back and, and winning again. Yeah. How I mean, that was the, the, not the fight that you had now but the fight before that that was your first loss to darian caldwell right yeah right right what was, i mean i know it sucks but what was that feeling like sucks <laughs> uh, i i telling you that was my best shape i i had a 14 weeks training camp i was like pff, shape in shape and i couldn't show nothing ah yeah but I was just crying you know we had a plan with my wife win this tournament and and uh, be honest, I, I I lost the focus about Caldwell. I was already looking for a fight against AJ McKee. I yeah. was pretty sure I would win that tournament, but you know, it's it's a learning learning lesson forever. Yeah, I mean, so you weren't looking at the fight; you were looking past the fight, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I was too confident, and everybody called me a million dollar kid in a in a gym. You know, if you know, sometimes Russia events come to visit us and, and he's like, hey, what's up, kid? You're a million-dollar kid. And everybody was saying, everybody was pretty sure I will win that tournament. But it is what is it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, I mean, I know it sucks, but in hindsight, sometimes you learn from that, right? It's like yeah, good. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It just makes me stronger, you know. Yeah. Would you want that rematch 
Oh, I, I would love to do this. But yeah. he doesn't want that fight. He cannot win nothing with that fight. So I understand him, you know. Yeah. They probably, I mean, you know, you never know down the line, you know, how things, yeah. people lose. Special now, special now. <laughs> you never, you know, never know. know. Someone drops up, someone like yeah. gets COVID last minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take a last minute fight? Yeah, yeah. Because I know some guys, they don't want to do that because, you know, they have to, like, they have a play. Like John Jones, he never takes, like, short notice fights. You know, when I'm here in Florida, I'm always in shape. So I can I can make it. But not in 145, 55, I can, I can do 55 tomorrow. So really? it's no problem for me. How much How do you usually cut on, on the week of? Uh, 15. 16 okay. yeah okay. yeah not not crazy yeah not not crazy but yeah it's it's pretty hard for me but i can do it like so i i still feel i am small in 55 uh, i i could fight in 55 but in 45 i'm really really strong i think one of i am i am one of the strongest in 145 really? yeah when I fought yeah. against Pico, I felt I'm much stronger. So, and he's strong. Everybody thinks, "Oh, he's so strong," and I was like, "I don't know, he's not." <laughs> <laughs> Is it more fun to shut down? You know, he had a whole hype train behind him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone yeah. thought he was gonna be the best thing in MMA, and you kind of shut that down with that. Yeah. I mean, it was a crazy fight too, because you were losing the first two rounds, right? Like he yeah, had. Uh, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I finished in the second. In round. the second. But up to then, yeah. like you were kind of like you were having some problems on the floor, and then you got up and just you know you yeah. did a Masvidal on him. Yeah, yeah. He stole my movement. I did. <laughs> <laughs> he still did that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I just saved my energy because I heard he was breathing so hard. So my plan was like, I'm gonna finish this guy in the third round uh, because I was fresh, but the opportunity was there. So, yeah. But was that more, did you appreciate it more? Like knowing that, all right, everyone was, because you were probably an underdog in that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of Hungarians won a lot of money, man. <laughs> <laughs> really, they sent me and they, wow. I, really? Even my person, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were the odds? Do you remember? Like three point something. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. And I, then, that was crazy. I was 12 and all at that time. And he was like four or three. Four and three or four and two. Yeah, four and, and two, two, I think. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah. damn, huh? <laughs> I mean, like I said, he's got that hype train behind him. He's, uh, he's what? Like, he's, uh, he's uh, I don't know how. He's very credentialed wrestler. And uh, he got trained with TJ Dillashaw and, you know. Uh, he's a great fighter, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's just MMA, you know. It's different. He, uh, My wrestling coach always telling me he was a, super good wrestler like like really one of the best on the world and when that time like oh Piku take you down easy and like of course man he's one of the best wrestler on the world but he couldn't do a damage on me man I didn't get a grand empire nothing I was yeah everything in my face yeah I mean it doesn't always translate or, or if it does it's um it takes time like if you saw if the first uh um fight versus uh DJ right like he wasn't really able to take him down. Got a knee in the solar plex, fell down. Uh, ben Askren, he didn't do too well in the UFC either. So, 
you have to put everything together. You have to be a complete martial artist. Being just a wrestler is just like it's it's not enough in MMA. Yeah, but Pico has a good hands also. So yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like Bellator maybe you know they did kind of what uh, one did with um, what's that guy's name Sage Northcutt where yeah, they yeah, yeah yeah they put him in with I think killers maybe just a little bit too fast. You know he's a young kid. Look, who was a killer against him except me? Nobody. Nobody. He just got a, his first fight was against a, a guy I don't know. He was just like a normal guy, not a killer. And yeah. and Henry Corrales. I mean, I would love to fight against that guy, but he's not. He never was a world champion. I fought already uh, Pat Kurena, who was a former champion. So I think it is just a life, you know. Shit happens. So I, I cannot say that he fought against the killers, except me. I, I was a killer that time, like undefeated, 12 and a hungry. I was a killer, of course. I didn't understand why he, he took that fight. They just called me because nobody took the fight against Pico except me. Really? So, yeah, it, it's hard. If nobody wants to fight against you, and after I accept the fight, of course, I was happy. Like, oh, finally I can fight, you know, doesn't matter who. But he he never fought against a really really tough guys, you know, like like Sage. I think he fought much more killers than than Pico. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> yeah. They put him with some. I mean, I wouldn't say the top guys, but they put him with some good guys in 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 uh, in the UFC. And you know, yeah, he, yeah. he also fluctuates weight wise. Like, yeah, but you if you see Pico way, uh, you know. He lost his first fight after he got like three shitty guys, like like the guys who weigh in like 141 in 150, 145. The guy yeah. maybe doesn't cut weight or nothing. Yeah. So they just fit him, you know. So I wonder if he can make 135. Yeah, I I, I was like I, after when I knocked him out because I really I really feel bad. Um, yeah. Him, you know, he was crying and everything, and he's a such a nice guy. He's a hard worker, so that's why I really like him. And uh, I just thought that, like, I think he he could be a beast in 135. Yeah. It's weird, right? Because on the one hand, you have guys that are that are cutting down. And, and I mean, sometimes they see uh, results. But I feel like for the most part, the guys going up see more results nowadays. Look, like the Gilbert. Guy- Look, Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, that. But that's a tricky one for you guys, right? How how's the feeling about that in the gym? Especially me, it's really hard. Gilbert just asked, asked me go with him uh, to the corner in Abu Dhabi, and I was like, I really love you, bro. We train a lot together during the quarantine, but I love I love Usman too, so yeah. I cannot do this. You know, I love both of them. You know, especially me, Usman is really really special guy for me he just called me always before my fights he really believes me and he's very close to me and and Gilbert also we train a lot so I just I didn't want to see that fight it's a tough one yeah but I don't want to see never (laughs) (laughs) you're not you're not gonna look you're not gonna watch that fight I don't know man maybe not maybe just after a couple of days (laughs) yeah I mean that's a that's a tough one. I mean, obviously because I mean I don't know how friendly they are, but I'm assuming they're they're somewhat friendly. I don't know if they're like friends, friends, but you know, same no, gym. Yeah, and and I just rewatched the Ultimate Fighter show, and then 
when uh, Usman won that, he was in uh, Gilbert's neck, you know. Gilbert's yeah. like, yeah, so it's clear, man. I wish, you know, they can make uh, good money, both of them, but for me, I love both both of them, so I don't want to yeah. say that's why. Yeah. Is it, it, you know, can it go, do you think it can potentially go the route just like kind of, like how Masvidal and, um, and uh, ah, fuck, what's his name, the other guy? Um the guy who's fighting Woodley now, Covington, Colby Covington. They were friends once, and, th- and then it became kind of nasty, and now they're kind of enemies. Do you think I that could potentially so. happen, or they'll keep it professional? And Yeah, they are. They are, like, really, really professional, so I think. So they can they can make it, like, just, okay, let's go to work, and that's it. Yeah, I wish uh, – I don't know. I, I, uh, I think Usman takes it. I just – I don't see – even though Gilbert's a killer, like he he impressed me, like he really impressed me with the Woodley fight. Um, he looked like he could go ten rounds. It was incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but Usman also, he's he. They are a machine, man. I I always like when I I see Usman on the training, he never show he's tired. And Gilbert also. Yeah. So they are really professional. And that's the thing, right? They, he went up from fifty-five to seventy, yeah. and now he's just a killer he's huge man <laughs> i never <laughs> understand how, how how he could make a 55 Oof. brazilians are built differently man i don't know brazilians are like they're just so athletic i was in brazil like 12 years ago and um i didn't know much about mma back then uh no maybe more than yeah 12 13 years and just the guys like i remember they would do like a capoeira outside of like the guest house where I was staying, and I was like, God damn, like they were jumping like seven feet up in the sky, doing all these yeah. tricks, like super, super athletic. Super athletic, and yeah. But both of them, you know, like he look used man, how he looks like. Oh, he's a beast. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, yeah, you see, like he they they both, you know, if you look at Woodley at 170, he looks jacked, right? Like the guy's so strong, and they both made him look like he was. Not in the right weight class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a different breed in in hard knocks. I don't know what you guys do there. <laughs> so, like we just we just train so hard, man. I think we have the best gym. Yeah, it's definitely up. pillars are there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one. And and that's the thing. Like you, you I think like they're kind of like there's almost less and less of these gyms because so many of these top fighters are congregating in in these massive gyms, right? You got AKA, you got Hard Knocks, um, what is it? A few of the big ones. There's a few big ones that more and more people are just um, going to. And it's almost like you kind of know the fighters that you're already fighting because you're training with them. Like, I I see this happening a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, we are really coming up, you know. Yeah. In Bellator, UFC. Look, we are in the 1FC also. Ang La Song, double champ. He's a... Man, he is a national hero, man. He's I think he's bigger uh, in Myanmar than uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in Portuguese. <laughs> really? Really, man. If he goes there, man, people are crazy. That's king. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a king. He's a hero, man. He's a national hero. It's incredible when he goes to Myanmar. Harry always telling me that's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you see this, like, that's the thing, that's the difference. Like, if you make it in, uh, let's say, France or, or, I don't know, Spain or take any country, you only, you're only known in that country. 
But if you make it in the U.S., you're known worldwide, right? Like you automatically become a superstar in your country and sometimes yeah. even in the U.S. So it's like, does, does that is that something that like now in Hungary, because of you, maybe like the sport is becoming more popular? Yeah, yeah definitely. Special after I, I knock him out with Pico. Yeah. Uh, the new, the, you know, I don't know how can I say, but that after the next day in the Google, I was the most famous you know, oh really? Uh, most search yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have, Adam Boric was the most. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, everybody always asking me when you go to the UFC because in 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 Hungary UFC must and everywhere UFC is much more popular than the Bellator. Yeah. But you know, it's it depends about who pays more. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you're a prize fighter. You have to go where the yeah. money is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am here, you know. I did a couple, a lot of sacrifice, so I need, I have to make money. Are you the only fighter from Hungary in uh, UFC or Bellator? Uh, one time uh, we had a fighter in a UFC woman, woman fighter, okay. but unfortunately she lost two times, I think. So yeah, but I, I am the popular guy. Only me, yeah. So yeah. yeah. And like, are you seeing maybe gyms in in that area in uh, in in Hungary and other countries in that area maybe starting to pop up now? Maybe becoming more popular because I know a few years ago, I know there's a few countries obviously that it's very popular. You know, um, Netherlands kickboxing has always been yeah. very popular, and there's a few other countries. But I think MMA has only caught on recently in a lot of those countries. You know, I think in a, in in Europe you cannot make a gym like here like only professional fighters because in our gym only professional fighters, no amateur class nothing. And in in Europe you cannot do that, you know. Yeah. But I really believe that I can I will change and I already changed the Hungarian MMA. Uh and you know, I have a lot of connections so maybe if we find a a uh, really talented guy, I can bring him here. So his way is going to be much easier than mine. Yeah. So because I am living here, you know, I rent an apartment, I can give him a bed and everything. So I will do this. So I'm I, I going to have a couple of uh, young guys and I already support a uh, couple of guys in Hungary. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be good. I have a big, big, Big plans, you know. <laughs> Good man. Yeah. Do you think? Um, do you see Bellator ever doing an event in uh, Hungary? They did. Uh, two oh, they times did already. I, I was uh, I was there, and okay. I'm pretty sure if if they are making now, it, it's gonna be full house, like ten or fifteen thousand people for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know, I would, but I would like to be like Connor in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, my dream was like always when I was a kid, I, I, we had a couple of good famous boxers in Hungary and they were a superstar. The most famous guys in Hungary at that time, the that boxer was. And the, so the Hungarian people love, love the fighting. So so they are waiting just for that. If I maybe if I go to the UFC one day, who knows? It's going to be different. Yeah. I mean, Connor is. Connor is an enigma. He's a unicorn. He he had like a mix of so many different things happen. Like he's, you know, this charismatic guy. He's a good trash talker. And he's also a very, very good fighter. And he had a country behind him. It was just this perfect storm of things that made him so popular. 
Yeah, and you know, Connor is is different. It's yeah, yeah, he's different. I am totally different person than than him. You know, I am not a trash talker. I am a I am a good kid. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's important to because I, I I feel like Connor kind of paved the way for some people to. There's a lot of copycats, people that are, this isn't who they are, but they're trying to act like him because they think this is what's going to make them successful. And sometimes it works, but I just think that if you're not authentic, if you're not who you you are, people are going to see through it. It's not going to sell as well. Yeah, I think the same, man. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good, man. You have to stay who you are. Don't sell out and don't try to to act. It's not WWE. Yeah, yeah. Don't be an asshole if you are not. <laughs> yeah. If you're an asshole, be the biggest asshole. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, after that 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 um loss to uh Darian Caldwell, is it hard to I guess the question is, is it harder to come back after a loss, like mentally, or is it harder to maybe stay undefeated? And that's also a lot of pressure, right? Because you're always like, Oh, I can't, I can't lose, I can't lose. But then maybe after that first loss, it's like, okay, shit, I lost. It's not the end of the world. And that pressure is off your, your shoulders when you come back. I think for me, it was uh, much more harder to come back in mentally because, uh, you know, I didn't feel like the that pressure when, oh, I am undefeated. I, I felt used to when I was younger. Oh, I cannot lose because I am undefeated. I have to stay in undefeated. But it just... Uh, for me, it was like really hard to come back because I lost when I was amateur, like 2011, maybe last time. So I I really didn't used to that feeling. So yeah. that was hard for me. Uh, yeah, it was really tough because we just lost our dreams, you know, about the, this tournament, you know, about that money. And and I telling you, I did a big, big, big mistake because I remember. I had an interview before when I fought Pat Curran and they asked me like, which one is more important, the money or the bet? And I said bet. But when they asked me before Caldwell, I was like, oh, I, I, I need that money. So yeah. that time I was focused more on the money. So I lose a little bit my mind, but that shit is, uh, broke me back to the right way, you know. So what do you think is the, what's the path now? You know, if you, um, if you in your mind like how many fights do you think you have to fight before they give you a they give you a belt opportunity i i really hope uh, i have two more fights in my contract and i i wanna do it like until march or something next year and after i would love to get the 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 title shot because i already beat a former champ and i have like I don't know, six or no, five wins or six wins in the Bellator. I don't know how many and only one lost. And I'm going to fight against the tough guys, you know, but not too many people available to fight now because the COVID. So it's, it's hard, man. I don't know. I just happy. I'm really thankful for the Bellator. They, they give me that opportunity. So because they, this time to make money, it's really hard. And I'm, I was so happy, man. I, I just told them like, doesn't matter the guy misweight like four pounds i don't care i just want to fight man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean what it was five he missed five pounds right something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he was a uh, 55 <laughs> and yeah. 150 because you know yeah 
Yeah, he was a he was a big guy. But I mean, our, our belts are not putting on because I know the UFC there they have like events lined up for weeks, like or months, like almost every weekend now. Bellator they're not putting on as much. Uh, they have a shows. I think they are planning every two weeks, but they don't uh, uh, post about too much, you know. Yeah. So they don't say nothing forward. Just okay. We have our event in two weeks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish they would because yeah, it's it's hard to know. Like you wanna you wanna stay updated and it's hard. Like I don't know with Bellator, I find it's harder to find out about fights than it is in, in the UFC. They don't post as much unless it's the big ones, unless it's the big names. And in this situation, I think it's hard to organize everything because maybe one state's closed, one it's and you know somebody tested positive. It's oh man, I think it's really hard to organize now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks now that especially like like there was a fight this weekend that was supposed to happen uh Kudileba yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and he last minute they canceled How can the you fight get that, that virus in quarantine man so I are I be honest I really don't believe that test and everything You don't believe the test? <laughs> Why? Because you know the guys was negative in a whole week. Yeah. The last day he tested positive, but he was just in quarantine, man. And, and you know, especially in our team, a couple of people tested positive and nobody has a system, symptom, uh, not system, sorry. Yeah, and, symptoms. And, and, and Harry tested 20 times negative, the, our head coach, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, look, it can happen. I don't know. You you go, you I, test I mean, something. It's okay, man. You know, if you, if you get the COVID, it's okay, but you know we are going to fight there. We don't care about the virus. We're going to f- there to fight. Much more scary things, you know. Yeah, but Let you don't want. Fight. Let us fight, man. What oh. happens is if one guy, let's say, let's say Kudileba, he has it, and then he goes, and then he, all the people in the in the in the in the chain up leading up to the fight, and then the fighter itself, and then that fighter, if he gets it, he, you know, everyone that he's around gets, and then it's just it spreads and spreads and spreads. So. They just plus like I feel like if they if they do allow it like uh, they're just gonna like no one's gonna allow no state is gonna allow them to put on you know a performance. Weird man, I will uh, just pause this over. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man, this year, this year basically the whole world changed. I think globally we haven't seen something like this since World War II, where yeah, 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 yeah. definitely, where something this crazy that it's that it's happening to everyone. This isn't like one nation. This is globally to everyone. Yeah, it's I. Don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I hate this shit, man. <laughs> really, I oh. just wake up and like, oh, man, still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm. I I, I know Florida is, was hit pretty bad. Um, still, a lot of cases, you know, because we we test a lot. So, yeah. but. I, I really don't know nobody who was really sick. Oh really? I, I don't know nobody, man. Just I know, I know I know so many people. I just know people who tested positive, but I don't know the people who are like, oh man, I have a sick and everything. Yeah. I mean I was I had it in like March and I was out for a week. Like yeah. it was like yeah, it was like a bad flu. Like I like, yeah, couldn't but, get out of okay. bed. Uh, for me, uh, hey, I had a flu when I was kid <laughs> a couple of times. So yeah. I, and I wasn't scared about like okay I had a fever and everything it's okay, 
I drink yeah. the tea, ginger tea, and I mean, <laughs> <laughs> some goulash and all good. Yeah, yeah some goulash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for if you're young and healthy, you'll yeah. be okay. I think it's like if you're older, or maybe if you have some pre-existing condition, maybe you're like obese or overweight, or maybe you have diabetes or whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. then you might have a higher chance of something yes, serious yes, happening exactly, to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah but those people, I think those people the, need more, uh, more protection. Yeah, but what you can do, eat healthy, train a little bit, and try to be the most healthy. What can you be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So, you know, if I look at at, at the divisions right now, I would say both in 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 Bellator and uh, UFC that one forty five and one fifty five are probably the strongest. I mean, you could argue that one seventy as well, but one forty five and one fifty five are just serial killers they're just all all crazy you know murderers row and i always wonder why because it's across the board and it's in both categories right in both organizations why do you think like those divisions are the strongest and the deepest the most guys try i don't know maybe the I, I don't know. The small guys are not really small because like regular size yeah yeah this is the yeah, this is the most uh, popular weight class. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Not too many heavyweights, you know. No, not too many people is like two or five or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's why. And everybody try to cut as much they can, you know. I don't know, man, but it's so deep, yeah, everywhere. Do you think? Um, who would you, if you had to fight, you know, your dream fight? Not necessarily in Bellator, in like even in the UFC, like someone in the in, in your division in featherweight. Of course, Conor McGregor, man. <laughs> Money fight, baby. Red, red penny night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I really don't have like dream fight. I, I really don't care. I just want to be the best. Yeah. I just thought. Oh, but like, do you look up? Like, do you look at someone? Like, let's say, do you look at like Holloway or Volkanovski or? I don't know anyone in the top five in the UFC, and like I match up very well with them. Like I could easily take them, or not easily, but not I could easily. But I think I, I would have to fight against Volkanovski. Be honest, like, yeah, I think now on this level it's not big, big, big different. So we are very close, I think. Yeah. And 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 I think here his body type against me, it's it's really good for me. You know, yeah. yeah. He's stocky, like charges forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not like his wrestling is not like a Caldwell uh, wrestling. His wrestling is like more than Pico, and and I like more that. Yeah, but I just thought yesterday to my coach, I want to be the first guy who holding two belts in Bellator and after UFC too. <laughs> well, Chandler is there's there's they're saying Chandler could be moving over to UFC now. Yeah, I hope I hope he can, you know. He, I he who, yeah, I wonder who 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 would his first fight be in in uh, cuz he would go in 55. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's huge in 55. Yeah, he's a big guy. I wonder who he, who um who would they give him like in 50 cuz it's such a stacked division. It's so log jammed at the top like they couldn't give him anyone from the top five so they would have to give him somewhere in between like five and ten probably yeah yeah i think he he earned that you know he's a he's a legend he he was a face of the bellator you know yeah yeah 
Do you think we'll ever see like a cross promotion type of thing where they give like champion versus champion? It would be awesome, man. I think, yeah, people are interested about that. So, but I don't think so. It's gonna happen. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the UFC benefits from it any any in any way. You know. Or maybe one day they will buy a Bellator. I don't know, like a strike force. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be cool. You know. Like a Bellator doing uh, with the Rising, I think it's it's great. Do you like like so when you have you know something like a uh, like a fight week? Do you like the performance aspect of it, like the standoffs, media day, the the, the you know all the interviews, creating the hype around the fight? Is that something like that you enjoy, or would you prefer just doing the fight? Then? Uh, I mean, I don't care about too much if. I, if I could choose, I just wanted to stay alone and, and leave me alone. And yeah. Yeah. But when I when I have a couple of interviews, it's okay. It's just part of the job. I am a little bit like a Robbie Lawyer, you know. He He's like the same. <laughs> yeah. But for you, I think it's the language, right? Like, I feel like the, the, the more comfortable you'll be speaking yeah. English, the easier it is to give interviews. Like, do you yeah. if, when you give interviews back home? Like, is is it obviously more comfortable? Yeah, definitely. You know, sometimes I feel like, oh, how can I say this? Uh, you know, like it's it's not too easy. But when I when I have an interview, it's I feel just lose. I I don't care about too much. You know, I try my best, but definitely it's harder. You know, than yeah. speaking Hungarian. Because <laughs> you speak, because like you think in in Hungarian, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Think in Hungarian, then it has to come out in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just change always, you know. <laughs> because, Do you speak uh, because, other languages or? Huh? Ah, uh, languages. Little bit Germany, and that's it. But you know, I'm living with my wife, who is Hungarian, so we always talking Hungarian. So it's it's different, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm originally from Israel, but here I, you know, my wife's American, and I oh, speak yeah. English. Yeah. I, I speak English all day long. Yeah, and I just kind of now to a point where I actually sometimes, like, in my native tongue, I sometimes forget words because I'm speaking English all day long. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's, yeah. it's a little bit of imbalance. We are, man. I, I always sing salmon, not, not. Uh, I forget always Hungarian. How can I say salmon? It's like lozats. So, <laughs> I, but I always sing salmon when I talk. When I speaking Hungarian, I always sing salmon. You know, I want yeah. salmon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! So I use a couple of words in English. When I do they have? Hungarian. Do they have um like an Hungarian um neighborhood or restaurants where you live or like a, a community? Uh, they have. Uh, something but i don't go there you know mm, yeah when i am here i feel i am in camp you know i'm always eat my my shit you know i always try to eat cream because i think in the u.s the food is food quality is not not as good so i, I try clean as uh, how i can you know like i want to always eat the organic and everything and if we are making a Hungarian goulash, it doesn't taste like same at home, and yeah. and it's different. It's and if if you eat the bread here, I feel really bad, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder why? Because I would think like Florida is like pretty fresh, 
you know, produce. Um, it's like sunny state. They grow a lot of stuff. No? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the food in Europe, I was just in Italy earlier this year and uh, and in Japan as well. And the food was just, I, I don't know, it's so it's different. It's it's just f- fresh. And like, it's not necessarily that it's, it's like I'm eating it fresher from when it was, you know, picked or, or, or yeah. whatever it was, but it just felt yeah. fresh. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, I really understand you. Yeah, this is what I feel every day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you keep to a certain like diet or do you just because you because you work out so much and you burn so many calories, you can just eat what you want pretty much throughout? Camp. Oh, I, I really take care about what I am eating. Uh, yeah, because if I want, I, I really can go up, you know. So yeah. that's why I keep my weight down. Like uh, I don't want to go over 170. I, I keep around 170, between 166 and 170. And but if I eat, what I want, I, I would be like one, 180 maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After a few pizzas, 185. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel bad when I'm eating bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I, what, what I am always telling to the upcoming Hungarian fighters. Watch out what I what you're eating. It's, it means a lot, you know. Yeah. And and it's also, you're what, 20, 26, 27? 27. I turned 27 just right now. Oh, congratulations. Happy birthday. Uh, when you're in your 20s, like you can pretty much get away with a lot of stuff. But once you're in your 30s, man, I'm in my 30s. That shit doesn't fly anymore, man. You start yeah. to feel like if yeah. you drink too much or if you eat crap, like you're feeling it the next day. And in your 20s, you know, I used to go party and work and, and then wake up at five, six in the morning, go to work like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's different, right? <laughs> Can't do that shit anymore, man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a life. <laughs> yeah. So you have to like, you know, you have to take care of yourself in the 20s because you, you start to feel it when you're when you're a little uh, <laughs> older in your 30s. <laughs> right. And, you know, I am I am like I'm thinking like. You know, I am a professional athlete, so I have to be a professional athlete always. When I am eating, when I'm sleeping, when I'm training, I have to I have to watch out if I wanna be our best. Yeah. Do you do any like psychological work? Because you know, mindset is an important thing. So I know some guys they work with uh, you know sports psychologists or they do meditation or yoga. I don't work nobody, but I really take care about you know I, I do a yoga or sometimes. I cannot say I, I do a meditation, but I just prepare my 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 mind to the thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I preparing my mind too. That's important, man. Yeah, there was um, I was watching a documentary the other day about the Special Olympics, um, and there were people there that have just gone through some of the worst things imaginable. It's unbelievable, right? Just from diseases to wars and they still manage to become the best athletes in their, you know, in their prime, in their twenties and the thirties, you know, even after everything they went through and with the pain, with the horror, with the, the, the traumatic experience. And uh, that just kind of solidified in my mind that it's just, it's literally all mindset. It's like, if you choose to complain about things and say that you can't do it then you're not going to be able to do it unfortunately and it's hard right like i'm not saying it's easy i know it's hard but the people who manage to push through and say that doesn't matter 
the circumstances don't matter and whatever it takes, I'm going to get and achieve my goals, even if I lose a leg, even if I, whatever it is, those are the people that end up achieving their goals and, you know, getting gold. I mean, the mind is so strong, so strong, man. Yeah. Strongest muscles. Yeah. So what's the future? What do you think? Uh, do you think you're going to fight again this year? Yes, definitely. I want to, maybe probably I'm going to fight in October or November, you know, I'm going to be ready. I started my camp in this week, official. So I want to just get in, in, in shape, shape. And if they call me, because they, they I'll be, I ask them like, hey, I'm thinking about to go to Hungary. But if I have opportunity to fight one more time, I would stay here. And they said they would be happy if I'm staying here because, you know, it's it's hard now to find the fighters who is who they are, you know. So. Because look, nobody wanted to fight me in a 145, and yeah. we we had to find a new guy, and he got a contract. So, yeah. But there's no opponent right now. It's just potentially a, a date. Well, they have to give you someone. You're you're, you're in the top ten. You're ranked what? Yeah, I, uh, we don't have really official uh, ranking, but I saw an unofficial ranking, like maybe five or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to get a top guy. You know, I'm supposed to fight against Campos. Yeah. Well, dude, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope you get a fight end of the year, and uh, we can see you fight again. You know, you always you you have a highlight reel that's worth watching. All those flying knees yeah. and just really great stuff. You have exciting style of fighting, so I, I always enjoy the fight, and uh, I know a lot of fans out there enjoy it as well. And uh, yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I want to thank you so much. Where where where, where can people find you on uh, on social media? Um, on Instagram, Adam Boris, and Facebook also, and I have a YouTube channel also. So yeah. okay, yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll put I'll put all the links in the show notes so everyone can easily find you. And uh, yeah, man, good luck in all your future fights. It was a blast. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much, man. Take care.